Welcome back to the Autumn Internationals. This is my Scottish accent because today I will be bringing you live to the Scotland versus South Africa game. So we're just about to start the anthems, but for now I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown for what is going on today. So England are playing Australia at half five and Scotland are playing South Africa right now. So I'm going to be jumping back and forth between Amazon Prime and Garage Band are giving you a little bit of a rundown in my immaculate Scottish accent about what's going on in these games and who I think is playing well, what I think is going to happen, score predictions and all of that. So, here we go. Welcome back to the Autumn Internationals. Check you out with your wee budding faces as you're listening to the rundown of the Scotland versus South Africa game. Today, my score predictions are going to be 32-28 to South Africa. I think it's going to be a close game. However, Scotland are going to have a tight score line. Oh, I don't know where this accent's going. Stick with me. Stick with me. Come on. I think that the Scotland-South Africa teams are going to have a really, really physical competitive match. We all know how physical both teams can be with players such as Michael Hooper playing for South Africa and players such as Hamish Watson for the Scotland side. Today it's going to be a of the packs as we've got very even scrum weight. Oh, I'm going into I'm going into a South African accent now. I don't really know what's going on. Anyway, I'll carry it on in a South African accent because I think this might be better than my Scotland one. Actually, that's a lie. They're both terrible. But we have the anthems coming up, so I'll play them and then I'll give you a little rundown of what's going on with the teams. Please now stand for the South African national anthem. That was, oh, it's such a lovely anthem. However, I do prefer the Scottish one. Um, so please now stand for the Scottish national anthem. My favourite part of their anthem is when they cut the music and everyone goes a cappella mode. It's so lovely. It's so hearty. Oh, just listen. Murrayfield have me tingling. I love the anthem so much. And looking at the Scottish starting 15 today, I have to say I am gutted that Hamish Watson isn't starting. Hopefully he gets on the pitch at some point. He was just so much fun in last week's game against Australia. And I really want to see him play again this week. We do have a good lineup. Lots of really strong people playing today. Lots of experience. However, a few new faces on the pitch as well. Starting backs include Finn Russell and Ali Price in as scrum and fly half, Van der Merwe on the wing and Stuart Hogg in as full back as per usual. 
As for South Africa, we've got a terrifying lineup with Kwaga Smith starting in as flanker and Ibanez Beth in its second row. Oh my god, that man is huge. I'm pretty sure he's about six foot fifteen or something. But yes, and of course, starting as fullback for South Africa, we've got Vili Larue and Mapimpi in on the wing. We've got some really strong players today. And we've got some really familiar faces in for replacements for both Scotland and South Africa with players such as Adam Hastings and Hamish Watson for Scotland. And we have many familiar faces on for the South Africa replacements, including Kicking Legend, who helped South Africa become World Cup winners back in 2019, Andre Pollard. So it'll be interesting to see when these players come on the pitch. Kickoff is underway. I will update you in a couple of minutes. What's going well? What's not going so well? Give you a little score update. I'm thinking it's going to be... I think South Africa are going to win. I don't know. I've got a hunch. I'll update you soon. I'll update you in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Welcome back, party people, for your halftime highlights. Today, I'm going to be quickly catching you up on what was good and what happened in the first half of Scotland versus South Africa. So, for the Scotland side, we have lots of good footwork from the team, from players such as Hogg, Russell, Van der Merwe, some really good co- re- cooking kicking really good kicking from players such as Ali Price and Finn Russell we have lots of turnovers going on as well lots of ripping of the ball from both teams which is excellent to see I can't keep this accent up for any longer so um I retired the Scottish accent for now it <laughs> might make an appearance later so some highlights for Scotland include lots of ripping of the ball lots of kicking lots of jackaling going on Skuman ripped the ball from Etzebeth, which was a big achievement considering Etzebeth is, like I said earlier, about 17,000 feet tall and a, like, pickup truck for a man. He is huge. Um, However, they did give away quite a few penalties, which obviously led to a lot of South Africa scrums, which they were constantly winning and Scotland were collapsing quite a few scrums, giving away lots and lots of penalties, which is very annoying to see. Good break from Van der Merwe, um, and it was really exciting to see them just run up the wing and get lots of, um, open up the pitch and, you know, drag all the players into different places and just really put a bit of speed back into the game. Rather than doing all this short, silly little passing, it was really fun to see some crossfield kicking, some sort of spiral bombs, and just lots and lots of different types of gameplay from Scotland. However, South Africa was sticking to a more traditional game. They weren't doing many crossfield kicks. They weren't doing many kicks at all. They'd only kick it back if Scotland kicked it to them. There just wasn't really much um, sort of flair going on from South Africa. It was it, They were just playing rugby. They weren't playing like amazing rugby. They weren't playing interesting rugby. It was just very straightforward. Passable run, hit. Passable run, hit. That is until... Finn Russell got three points at 17 minutes. He scored a cheeky little penalty in front of the post. It was quite a long distance kick. However, he managed to slot that one very nicely and then missed another at 19 minutes, which is a shame because that would have um, put Scotland in the lead at six points. However, they're only in the lead at three. South Africa scored their first points of the game with a cheeky little penalty kick. And then the play got very messy from there onwards. So between sort of... 24 minutes and 28 minutes so it was you know four or five minutes worth of gameplay it was very messy the ball was getting back and forth and back and forth there was no phase count going on because every time they'd get sort of two or three phases in the other team would rip the ball and it was just going back and forth and it was it was fun to watch however it must be very frustrating to play in those conditions when the ball is just flying backwards and forwards at 25 minutes Russell sent a huge kick down to the South Africa 
side. After that, there was a lot of back and forward again, and Mpimpi got an opening try for the South African team. However, they missed the conversion, and it the score was 8-3 apiece to South Africa. Scotland charged down a South African kick at 30 minutes and after that we saw Finn Russell doing a lot of crossfield kicking and trying to really exploit the penalties used and advantage and give their team lots of different open gameplay. Stuart Hogg scored a fantastic try at 34 minutes making it his 23rd international try. The touch judges were looking at whether players went out of touch or whether the pass passed forward however it was not and they were awarded the try. Finn Russell kicked the conversion. This made the score 10-8 to Scotland. The clock hit 40, but there was still two minutes of added gameplay. South Africa swapped on their entire front row, as the commentators noted a gathering of hippos emerging from the river. This allowed two extra minutes of gameplay. Finn Russell missed a penalty kick at 42 minutes and the players ran off for half-time. Overall, the first half of the game was really, really fun to watch. Lots of different gameplay going on and Scotland are definitely in the lead and deservingly in the lead. Although I'd say South Africa had more hands on the ball, they didn't do much with it. Whereas when Scotland got a chance with the ball, they really ran the length of the pitch, really were putting in a whole load of physical effort and trying to make an impact on the South African team. So the players have now gone off for 15 minutes of rest and I'm going off to make a cup of tea and a Marmite sandwich. Okay, we are back after half time now. That was a really fun second half. There was lots going on, there was lots back and forth. I feel like South Africa played an entirely different game in the second half. They just seemed sort of way more interesting, they were trying more things, and it really actually played to their advantage. Obviously, the score at half time was what was it? It was 10 8? It was 10 8 at half time, and then full time, the score was. 30-15 to South Africa so not only did they make a comeback they spanked Scotland to put it lightly um they just played such a more interesting game it was so much fun to watch and it was just really really interesting so at 42 minutes Mpimpi scored a second try to make the score 10-13 that was very 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 good he ran down the wing he built he beat so many players he's super super quick when he's got the ball and it was just really fantastic to see him get another try they then scored three points after Richie gave a seatbelt tackle away from for Scotland and then another two penalties to make the score 10-21. South Africa have a really good method where they force the other team to give away penalties and then they take a kick and this actually really played to their advantage because Pollard then missed a penalty, got a penalty, then there was another penalty at 70 minutes and a final penalty at 71 minutes to make the final score 15-30 and it was due to those penalty kicks and the fact that they were forcing Scotland to make so many errors and give away so many penalties they were really able to make a comeback and not only win but win by a very big margin. Second half of Scotland unfortunately they just didn't play the same as they did in the first half they were looking a little bit tired it was a little bit messy there was a good couple of line breaks especially from van der Merwe again who's super super quick when he gets on the ball however there just wasn't anything there was no flair there was nothing too exciting there was a couple of huge field like crossfield kicks to get the ball out of play and give them an advantage for the line out but every time they threw a line out it went to the other team and they turned over the ball and it's just really frustrating to watch because the game could have gone so differently if they had won those line outs because they were only five meters away from the try line they gave away a couple of high tackles as well which is annoying and that led to the other team scoring a few tries they did miss a conversion however after hogg scored his try there was so much space on the wing he ran it in perfectly and it was so 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 brilliant finn russell then missed the next conversion and that brought Finn Russell's total of missed kicks up to three for the game. They gave away 
even more penalties and it led to South Africa unfortunately well fortunately slash unfortunately winning it was really really fun to watch and I'm sorry I didn't bring back the Scottish accent I thought I might offend one or two people because it is truly truly awful but yeah that was a really good game to watch it was really you know really nice the sun was out everyone looked like they were having a good time bt murrayfield the stadium oh my god it was so loud so much cheering it was really it really came alive in the second half of the game and even Beth uh, was awarded player of the match and he actually had an exceptional game so he was very deserving so the final score was south africa 30 scotland 15 this was a fantastic game to watch. The atmosphere at Murrayfield was just so, so, so great. And I'm really jealous I wasn't there to see it in person. But we have England coming up next and we're on to the next couple of weeks of Autumn Internationals before we're done for this year. Six Nations coming up in February, which I'm excited for. And I cannot wait to see how these players progress on through the rest of the year. Thank you for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed my attempt at commentating. Hopefully I get better over time and I start to learn more phrases. But this was just a little way for me to start practicing, start talking and trying to catch up with a game and figure things out but i hope you enjoyed have a lovely rest of your day peace out homies